0: Hello, and welcome to the latest episode of the CGF podcast with me, Louise Chester. If you don't know us, the Consumer Goods Forum is a CEO led organisation that brings consumer goods retailers and manufacturers together globally to help collaborate with other key stakeholders to secure consumer trust and drive positive change. Our eight coalitions of action have been designed to achieve collective impact on critical industry issues related to environmental and social sustainability health and wellness, end-to-end value chains, and food safety. On our podcast, we'll be breaking down all of these topics and more and engaging in insightful conversations with leaders from in and outside the industry as they share their thoughts on the challenges facing our planet and its people. Today I'm joined by Simon Hay, CEO of TCC Global, to delve into the very interesting topic of customer loyalty. It's absolutely something that our industry should be sitting up and paying attention to. So I'm happy to be learning more from Simon today. So let's meet him and get started. Hello there, Simon. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat to me today. It's great to meet you. And how are you doing?
1: I'm very good. Thank you, Louise. And it's a pleasure to meet you too.
0: Wonderful. So perhaps you could start with the the logical uh, start point and and tell me and our listeners a bit about yourself. What's your role at TCC and how did you get to where you are today?
1: Well, uh trying to summarize whatever it is, the last 35 years, <laughs> I, I, found, I found myself, it seems about three, but it uh, it all goes quite quickly. <laughs> I, I found myself working with data in the uh, in really the, the 1980s and with uh, computers trying to make sense of patterns in data. And that led me fairly quickly to, to looking at retailing. And then really through to work with uh, Dunn-Humby, I met, uh, I was lucky enough to meet Edwina Dunn and Clive Humby who set up the business and I was the first full-time employee alongside them and we end up working with retailers looking at, uh, at data and ultimately looking at customers through data and that's really been the theme of the last 30 plus years for myself which is how can we understand customers, how do we understand shoppers, how can we earn their loyalty, what actions do they respond to both positively and negatively. So I spent 25 years at Dunhumby, then left to do a a startup in the artificial intelligence and machine learning space, really doing the same thing around uh, shoppers and customers. And then the opportunity came along to join TCC. And TCC has been in the loyalty business. Again, it it started from uh, the founder, Richard Beaches, and a few colleagues Kitchen Table, and now it's a global loyalty company. And that for me was really appealing because it combines shoppers, it combines insight, it combines grocery, all the things I've loved doing around the world over the last 35 years. So uh, I've got a bit full circle, but uh, enjoying it every step of the way.
0: That sounds like a very interesting uh, career path, quite varied up until now. And So then perhaps uh, my next question, will you already started to tell me a little bit about TCC, but I would love to hear more and and hear specifically how um, how you help your clients.
1: Yeah, TCC is a retail loyalty company. So we create marketing programs that are about engaging shoppers. And we're trying to create a sales uplift for the retailer. We're trying to create loyalty, which is the ultimate metric, I believe, for any organization. Can you win, but more importantly, keep and grow customers? And you know, how do we build campaigns that, that uh, deliver on that, uh, both uh, you know, the return on investment, but also the return on engagement? How do we get more engaged, involved, uh, you know, emotionally loyal shoppers? And we bring these programs together and they can involve physical rewards. They can involve digital rewards. Uh, they can really tap into a whole range of, of, of human emotions, but they're about building brands and about building sales. And we do that for, uh, for about uh, 60, 70% of the world's top 50 grocery retailers on every major continent. And uh, that's been the, the core of the business and that continues to be our focus.
0: Really interesting. Thank you for sharing that Simon. And so I saw the, the blog that you wrote recently about uh, community focused loyalty campaigns. Um, could you, could we dive in uh, to that and perhaps you can tell me a bit more about what they are and, and how they work?
1: retailers have always had a real sense of of local locality and community i think particularly for grocery stores it's always been about you know who lives around that store who works around that store and how do you connect I think what we've managed to do with both the uh, the programs that we run, but also the technology supports it, is to find a way to enable every store to link and support its local community in, in various ways. And those communities can be sports clubs, uh, it can be schools, it can be about teacher education and training, it could be around health services, health workers. But I think something that really connects to the emotions of the shopper actually allows them to not only you know sometimes earn rewards for themselves, but give rewards to the the institutions, if you like, that, that matter in their local community and to, to make you know real support come alive is really important. And of course, on the back of COVID, I think we all realize that community is even more important than we thought. So uh, we are definitely doing more of these community campaigns than we we ever were. And it's great, it's motivating for shoppers. It's incredibly motivating for the people who receive them because of course, you know, schools and sports clubs and health workers need all the support and uh, all the help that we can give them. So it's a great way for us to connect shoppers to grocery stores, to the local community.
0: Well, thank you for sharing that. It's really, really interesting to to hear about this this, this idea of tapping into the emotions and and, um, preferences of the shoppers and making those meaningful connections. So I also have seen this term omni-loyalty. in in the piece that you wrote. And I'd love to hear a bit more about, about the omni loyalty, omnichannel loyalty programs and how you think that they might evolve going forwards.
1: Well, I think omni-loyalty, it's an interesting phrase, isn't it? And uh, not quite sure whether I, I should have used it in the article. But uh, <laughs> it, it, it really just means you know, wherever and whenever the customer is engaging with the retailer. And, of course, these days that can take many forms across many channels. The traditional store, of course, but it can be it can be in the app, it can be on the website, it can be on you know, Instagram, on TikTok, on Snapchat, on facebook or 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 indeed multiple channels at multiple times and what's interesting is is in business in retail we sweat about the individual channels but for the customers it should be a seamless experience they don't really think about it as you know oh i'm engaging in omni-channel retail they're going well i'm going to write my shopping list on an app i'm going to transfer it to you know another mobile device i'm going to talk to my friends i'm going to share Mm. some of my successes and what i've learned and particularly around rewards where we you know we recognize and appreciate and give things back to shoppers of course they want to tell their friends wow you know look at this what what I've received and and thank you very much so it's how do we just make that as seamless and simple for the shoppers and therefore support the the way that people live their lives these days so you know omnichannel is a uh, well, it sounds a bit fearsome doesn't it but it's, it's actually about um, you know connecting these pieces together and making it simple and easy for shoppers mm. uh, and that's what we're trying to do in these campaigns or in, in any activity.
0: That makes sense I suppose that you're right with our, with the smartphones now I mean we just we don't it's not even conscious we are constantly going between all the different apps and living our lives in that way um, super interesting so how do you think that? It could potentially evolve. Do you, do you see an evolution there?
1: Yeah, I think it's, it's uh, you know, we are talking about the, the metaverse and NFTs and all these mm. types of things. And, and, you know, are they going to, to you know, is it going to, to take off? Well, I'm sure it will in some ways, right? There's just increasing mm. channel fragmentation. So yeah. you know, will, will we need to be able to allow people to use their shopper avatar to communicate with a retailer and to engage in a campaign? probably. Will it affect all customers? No. Will it be important for some? Yes. And uh, given that we're there to support what shoppers want to do, how they want to do it, where they want to do it, when they want to do it, then mm. we, we need to be present and to make that simple and easy. Yeah. So we're, we're always trying to, uh, you know, follow the shopper, work with the shopper and be in the places they want to be.
0: Yeah. And, mm. uh, and of
1: course, you know, these things are definitely going to be part of uh, of people's future lives. And uh, probably not in always the way that we imagine or expect, but that's just part of the uh, the wonderful voyage of discovery and learning we're all on together.
0: Yeah, it must be a very interesting field to, to work in, fast-moving and unpredictable. Um, so uh, I work more on sustainability at, at the CGF, so I, I wanted to ask you this next question um, about sustainability and just find out from you how you think that loyalty campaigns Can be more sustainable, and uh, perhaps how can they help retailers achieve their sustainability goals?
1: Yeah, I think sustainability is. Of course, top of mind for everyone, we're one of the first companies in the world to make luggage out of recycled plastic bottles, we're one of the first companies to make knives out of recycled aluminium can- cans, but it's it's just a means to an end, right? We, you know, it's things that we have to do to be the type of responsible company that you know, for everyone's future, we we have to uh, to have to be. I think for retailers, they, of course, are doing extraordinary things to try and reduce carbon from their supply chain, from their distribution, from their stores. But it's very hard to make that come alive as a story for shoppers because you know shoppers don't sit there thinking about, you know, where is the food necessarily travelled from or how it was transported. But what our campaigns really allow us to do is to take themes on sustainability, and that can be anything from you know, children's futures to eating healthy to removing plastics from the ocean, uh, you know recycling itself, sustainable futures. Uh, the, you know, the health of the family, all of these types of things uh, uh, and make them really come alive. So that could be you know, circular campaigns where we're taking recycled waste from a country or from a retailer and making them back into real products. Uh, it can be a way of, of talking about what a retailer is doing in a much more engaging way way for shoppers you know these campaigns are a a reason to talk about what matters and to make it come alive Uh, we do a lot around kids education on you know healthy eating on sustainability on plastics Uh, all of these things are are you know things that we can make come alive in a really tangible way for shoppers that help retailers actually communicate all the hard work they're doing to to change the reality but because that reality a lot of it is in the background we can make it come alive in the foreground for shoppers
0: brilliant um so my final question uh to you simon It's still sort of the beginning of the year. So it's nice to to use this moment to look to the future. And um, I wanted to ask you if there's anything that stands out in your mind that you think is interesting about the future of the, the consumer goods sector.
1: Well, I think it's it continues to be an incredibly vibrant uh, place. I, I think there is you know a blurring of, of the lines between what retailers do and what brands do. You know the the, the consumer packaged package good companies themselves, particularly with them increasingly becoming you know direct to consumer operations in some forms and some ways. So how how these how do these really come alive uh, for the shopper? How does the uh, the shopper actually make sense of this themselves? So stores continue to be incredibly important in the in a way that a lot of people buy, you know, particularly in the grocery sector. But of course, this this omnichannel blurring and omni-channel activity. And of course, the you know, for most retailers and brands, the you know, the threat that that disruptors like Amazon bring to the party. It's hard to call a company the size of Amazon a disruptor, but they are because, of course, yeah. they, challenge, <laughs> they challenge brand owners and they challenge the retailers. And for any company, how are we all going to remain relevant to our clients uh, in our in our cases as a business? You know, our clients and to, to their shoppers, and to you know, continue to have a reason to to connect and to deliver the services that we do and that requires listening skills learning skills uh, tapping into the outside world a lot of testing a lot of learning some successes some failures and you know all of that is incredibly stimulating and you know how do we create cultures and environments in business that that allows us you know allows that to happen so i think the consumer you know packaged good space is incredibly vibrant some amazing companies people constant change and uh, that's both you know, challenges and opportunities, but that's what keeps us alive and keeps us vibrant and keeps us learning.
0: Brilliant. So, Simon, my last question to you, and that's it's a question I do like to uh, end the podcast with sometimes, and that is what gets you jumping out of bed in the morning to to um, do the job that you're you're doing.
1: Oh, that's a great question to spring on me at the end there, Louise. <laughs> I think the I think the short answer is people. I think I've always been lucky enough to work with smart people, interesting people, different people, you know, different views. And and I think... You know, creating an environment where people from all sorts of backgrounds and all sorts of skills can can come together and create something meaningful is is incredibly exciting. And I think, you know, linking back to our previous conversation in a world that's so complex and and fast changing, we have to do that. And uh, as a leader, to work with those people, learn from those people, connect with them and try and create something exciting is is definitely what makes me leap out of bed every morning.
0: Wonderful. Well, thank you very much, Simon. It's been really interesting to chat to you today and to to learn more about um, TCC and your very exciting work on shopper loyalty and and helping retailers to join up the dots. So so thank you for taking the time to share with me.
1: Absolute pleasure, Louise. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you would like to find out more about our work at the CGF, you can visit our website at www.theconsumergoodsforum.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please do subscribe for more episodes coming very soon. Thank you and bye for now.